Welcome back to the Pastors Podcast. Hi, I'm Scott Mitchell, and uh, today I'm just going to bring to you just a few-minute devotion, uh, a big departure from recent podcasts, which have tallied, well, over 30 minutes. I'm sorry about that, y'all, but for those of you who stuck in there with me, I am so, so grateful. There were just some very important uh, words to share from recent sermons I've preached. But today it's just me and the microphone in my uh, dining room. Um, and I just wanted to uh, just sit down, have this uh, quick cup of coffee with you guys as, as we discuss and consider the theme, Alzheimer's of the soul today. Um, not what you think necessarily, but uh, certainly related to what or where your mind might be going. Um so I'm reading out of uh, Tim Keller's book daily, The Songs of Jesus, and uh, it's just taking you day by day through the year, uh, one psalm or at least a portion of the psalm per day, and um, today's was in Psalm chapter 78, and I just read the scriptures and I came to one particular scripture, actually two, and, and I started just making some personal notes in my Bible app on my phone and, but even before I got to Timothy Keller's uh, devotional part, and when I did get to his devotional part, I was pleased to see that he and I were on the same same page. Um, but between you and me, I think it's because Tim Keller just kind of borrowed from me. But, you know, that's just between you and me. Um, but anyway, uh, we were in Psalm chapter 78 today. And uh, let me see where I should start. I'll, I'll just start in verse 9. It's where he started in his daily reading for this Sunday in July, and it goes like this. The Ephraimites, uh, which were really the northern ten tribes of Israel, the Ephraimites, armed with the bow, turned back on the day of battle. Um, uh, That's an interesting uh, verse in and of itself. These were people armed for conflict, but shied away from conflict. And if you've ever seen or heard a commentary of today's church, especially in Western society, that would be it. We've got all the tools, but we're really not facing the enemy very well at all. Verse 10, they did not keep God's covenant, but refused to walk according to his law. Uh-oh, we're, uh, we're already going into negative territory. And uh, of course, my podcasts and the ministry the Lord's given to me has been one of great encouragement. And uh, uh, it's it's hard to be super encouraging when you're in a passage of scripture like this, but uh, it 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 will encourage you. So again, stay with me. But verse eleven, this is uh, this is really what got my mind turning before I even went to Tim Keller's devotional part. Verse eleven, Psalm seventy eight. They forgot his works and the wonders that he had shown them. And I found it interesting, the the order of that. Verse 10 says, they did not keep God's covenant. They were disobedient. Verse 11 says, they forgot his works. Uh, First, there was the disobedience, and then there was the forgetting. It, It seems like it should have been turned the other way around. And so I just jotted down this thought in my notes, um, Again, this is not what Timothy Keller wrote, but I'm thinking if he heard me on this podcast, he would definitely want to put this revelation in his book. (laughs) But this is the word that I wrote. Failing to do precedes our forgetting. 
Failure to do precedes forgetting. And and let me let me share with you the thoughts that kind of tumbled out of that one quick phrase. Failing to do precedes forgetting. It doesn't follow forgetting. It precedes forgetting. In the spiritual sense, we don't fail to do, and I know that's a naughty phrase for some folks out there about Christianity is not about doing, it's about being. Yes, but we do out of our being. And I'm not trying to just throw out confusing language, but you know this is the balance between uh, much of the book of, uh, the, of the New Testament that Paul has written, I'm thinking specifically in Galatians and Romans, and the epistle of James. It's the balance between the, do, the two. We don't uh, do in order to attain our being. We do from our being. And so in the spiritual sense, we don't fail to do because we forget to do. But in our failing to walk out, even the most basic steps of discipleship, over time, we'll find that we begin to forget truth altogether, leave it aside, and woe be unto us, and there are those in the church that have done this, abandon truth altogether until it becomes a far distant memory, a mist of unimportance. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 9 reads this way, for whoever lacks these qualities, and Peter has just given a whole litany of items of what we're to be growing in. Let me back up there just, just real quick here. Um, make every effort, verse 5 of Second Peter 1, to supplement or add to your faith virtue, uh, knowledge, self-control, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, love. Verse 8, if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in your walk in the Lord and your knowledge of the Lord. But verse 9, listen, for whoever lacks these things, who is not growing in these things, becomes so nearsighted that he or she becomes blind, spiritually blind. And then get this, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. He forgets the very basic elements of his life. Again, failing to do precedes our forgetting. Um, personal testimony here real quick. My, I'm paralyzed, and um, my leg muscles have long since forgotten their purpose. Um, I'm told through medical professionals that the reason that I can't walk is because there is a section of scar tissue from when my scar, uh, when my spinal cord was was damaged back in 1981, and now there's scar tissue. If they could figure out a way without damaging the cord itself to laser away the scar tissue, I would have feeling restored. But um, I, I'm I'm paralyzed, and and my leg muscles, man, they they've forgotten their identity. They've forgotten what they're supposed to do. I'm sitting here looking at my legs right now. I can't feel them. And I'm staring at him, and I've been staring at him for 35 years saying, guys, move, please move. But um, alas, they don't. Um, but if suddenly my spinal cord scar tissue dissolved overnight and communication from my brain to my legs was suddenly restored, my legs would still fail in their doing because they've forgotten 
what to do. For 35 years, it's been a a failure of my legs to connect with my head. Ah, you're starting to see that spiritually. Our failure to connect with our spiritual head, Jesus Christ, causes us to forget or be drained of the life that was first supernaturally given to us. For 35 years, with regard to my physical legs, they failed to connect with the head. But tonight, if the scar tissue were suddenly dissolved, it would be forgetting they ever once walked. You see how that works? There's the failure to do preceding the forgetting to be. I married my bride, Sandy, 33 years ago. It'll be 33 in August. I suppose if we had married way back on August the 20th, 1983, and had never, even that night of our wedding, all the way up until now, had never cohabited, never communicated, never contemplated each other in those ensuing years, well, over time, guess what? We'd forget each other as much as a human being can forget another one. And that is so horrifying to me. To forget the love of my life through ignorance, through willful neglect, and, and, and having a less than casual acquaintance with Sandy would be akin to, might not be, if you were to sit here and say, Scott, what was the name of your third grade teacher? I could not for the life of me tell you. I think it was a woman. I'm fairly certain it was a woman, but I could not tell you her name. It would be akin to my not being able to tell you the name of that third grade teacher or even what she looked like, if it was a she, or what mark, if any, she left on my life. I can't remember. I've not thought of her. I've not raised her name in conversation. I have not gone back in my memory bank to remember things of my third grade year. So she's gone. Poof. She's vanished. This is why, and this is a little sidebar here, but this is why our relationships break up. This is why marriages end up in divorce. Starts with we neglect. I'm sorry, but that's true. We neglect. And then over time in our neglecting, then we forget. And then ultimately... We resect that other person from our lives altogether. And so it is spiritually. This is why Jesus commanded us repeatedly in John chapter 15, abide in me, abide in me, abide in me. Else he knew that we would over time neglect that relationship and then in due course forget the intimacy of that relationship until we, and I'll be very careful here because if you're thinking I'm saying what I'm saying, I, I may very well be, and it may not be me, it may be the writer of Hebrews, we resect any and all vestiges of his life and love from our souls. It's not that he abandoned us, it's that we abandoned him. We neglected, and then we forget, and then we resect. My friends, pick a spiritual discipline. Any of the spiritual disciplines, prayer, meditation, scripture, um, uh, community life, any of the, decep- the, the disciplines, any of the, the spiritual graces that have been deposited to us, 
and through our ignorance of them, through our neglect of them. Remember, um, Paul had to address certain people groups about their uh, fleshliness, their carnality, and he said, you've forgotten that you've been baptized. They forgot their baptism. And that may be uh, a podcast I do here in the, new fu- in the near future about you know, baptism being far, far more than just a symbolic gesture. It's a spiritual grace. It's a spiritual reality. It's effectual in our lives. Um, any of the dis- disciplines of our, our spiritual walk, through ignorance, neglect, or emotionless connection to any of them, over time, we'll discover what these northern tribes of Israel discovered. Emptiness, joylessness, lovelessness, and solitude of the soul. That's what I'm calling here today. In just these two simple verses, they failed to obey and then they forgot how good God was in their lives. That's Alzheimer's of the soul. And this little devotion today is really worth our remembering. God bless you. Thank you for staying with me these, what, 13 minutes or so? Until next time, everybody, I'm Scott Mitchell, the Pastor's Podcast, thanking you for listening. You have a blessed week, my friends.